just cope. I hope I don't come across as a coyote in your eye. But I've been around some and I've seen enough to know we could both spend happy lives inside the days of you and me. You know what's good is March. It's finally over. Can you believe it? Nope. It seemed like the longest month of all time. I um before that February seemed like the longest month, and then January did. But man, February was a was a short one. Although it was the longest February in four years. Huh? Yeah. (laughs) March. This is a long March. April's gonna be long too. (laughs) Although it's already the fifth. It's alright. I'm growing out a mullet. I'm not a, cra- a crazy beard. Oh yeah, I'm always kind of psychotic man because I don't like shaving. I started growing out my mullet before Tiger King. Tiger King came out. In case anyone thinks I'm just jumping on some trend or something, it's actually not going to be like a legit mullet. Um, oh, growing out a mullet. It's not going to be a real mullet though. I'm growing out like uh, what, like what the Gauls used to have, where it's just really long in the back, and maybe I'll dread it or braid it. Yeah, like, I'm like I see what you know, like the sides are just kind of shortish, but you're still coming back. Well, no, like the sides are don't exist, and then the top is really short, and then the back is grown out. Are you gonna grow one of those gallish mustachios and then uh, grease it with like uh, animal fats? Maybe or just have a beard. Mm. Are you gonna plate it? I don't know. I don't. Sometimes I do stuff with my beard when I let it grow out really long. I, but I don't know. I if just keep food in there for snacks for later. A little bit of corn. I don't know if I want to have a super long beard again. Have you seen the new Train to Busan sequel trailer? Nope. I don't really watch trailers ever for anything. Oh, that's dumb. Why? Because trailers are cool. I don't think so. They're they're, they're trying to trick you a lot of times. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they're honest, but it's just they're trying trying, trying to trick you. Suicide Squad, I'm looking at you. No, a lot of times they're cooler (laughs) than the actual movie, which I think, um, you know, probably the case with Train to Busan. It looks like a stupid action movie now. Yeah, that's what always happens with the sequel. Yeah, it's the same director though, and he said it's inspired by Mad Max and Akira, so maybe it'll actually end up being kind of cool. Huh? Yeah, it's all like post. I mean, depending on what portion of of Mad Max and Akira you take it from, it could still be pretty action. Oh well, yeah, no, it's definitely an action movie now. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Korea, there's, I'm, I'm, I, I, Korea usually has an interesting spin on some of the movie making conventions, anyways. So it might be interesting. Man, You're this not single is, anymore? <laughs> <laughs> soon to be not single. As soon as this quarantine's over, I'm marrying like. I, I mean, that, I'm, when you get that Missouri waterfall going. Nah, as soon as quarantine's over, I'm gonna marry the first cute girl that I see that can appreciate George Bataille. <laughs> Good luck. Shouldn't be hard. But like, hey. What do you think about a uh, bull testicle? <laughs> you want to sit on one? You ever put one inside you? <laughs> you ever sexually assaulted a priest? <laughs> Come on, baby. Bad I got ass. a story for you. It's about an eye. Um, I've just been listening to new, uh, Orville Peck's got a new song. We've just been listening to that and Joanna Newsom. So I'm having I'm having a, a normal one. <laughs> having a normal time. <laughs> It doesn't seem like a bad time. Yeah. I miss the old days. The all or nothing days. The bad days. What were those like? It was like cocaine all night long. When I die, bury me with all my ice on. It was like that. No, no, you never owned any ice. I'm about to. As soon as no, the podcast. Right. Like, you, 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 we're not taking, you know, you, you bury that notion. Because I, if I have enough money to bloom myself out of ice, I, I've, uh, I've, I've failed. No, fuck that. As soon as this podcast takes off, I'm getting like fucking a grill. <laughs> I'm gonna get um like a big spinner chain. Old school stuff. 
I think they're called statement necklaces now. I want to get like a gnarly enough chain that like a rapper will put like a hit out on my chain. Get my chain snatched. I'll be like, yeah, right. I'll be like Gucci Mane. I'll like, kill the dudes and bury them in my backyard. Scoochy. Goo up. Do up. Goo up. Man, you don't know nothing about. You don't know nothing about Gucci Mane. You don't know nothing about Gucci Mane. Give it up, up, boo up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. Yeah, you do. Don't know anything. I don't know anything about white people's stuff. You absolutely know about white people's stuff. I hate it. <laughs> I hate white people's stuff. You're, you're mostly white people's stuff. You might say that uh, my my family came together when the meetings of the Angles and the Saxons. I don't think so. It was no, Kel- no, 100%. When the Celts met the Celt. And the Celts met other Celts in the slums of the United States. And then they weren't able to climb the ladder. It's almost like the American dream wasn't real. Kind of a little bit. I guess. <laughs> a couple of us made it to college. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> Families are always rising and falling in the United States, or whatever that line from The Departed is. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of about struggling in the United States, this week... We're all going to die. Coronavirus. But also, we watched Wolfen. Ryan Pictures presents Wolfen. For centuries, they have been hiding in the rubble of your cities. The concealed threat. The invisible terror. Chris! They can sense the rhythm of your blood. Hear clouds pass overhead. See where you are blind. A force so deadly, it will tear the screen from your throat. Wherever you are, they are. The carnivore. You got yourself some kind of meat eater. was that about again the film follows a city cop who has been assigned to uncover what is behind a series of vicious murders originally it is believed the murders are animal attacks until the cop discovers an ancient indian legend about wolf spirits oh they're wolfins also edward and james almost being edward james almost yeah basically the best part of the movie he doesn't have enough screen time though no he's in it for like five minutes he's got his dick out though <laughs> I mean, that's what we wanted. Get your dick out. Get your dick out. Get your dick. Oh man, I'm working on a new song called "Get Your Dick Out." Get your dick out. Apparently, uh, "wolfen" is a Dutch word, or Dutch farmers who settled in America use it to <laughs> describe the Indians and the wolves as wild animals. Oh, ah, there's the wolfen over there. It's a wolfen. That's the wolfen. Um, I may have said it before on the podcast, but Dutch just sounds like uh, goofy English. Or I guess maybe <laughs> That's English. Easy every time the Dutch come up. Yeah, maybe English sounds like goofy Dutch. You're beginning to sound like Austin Powers' dad. I don't know. Nothing wrong with the Dutch. It's just... Uh, no, there's there's something wrong with the Dutch. You know it. This is interesting how closely the language sounds. And Flemish, too. Which is the kind of the transition language between Dutch and English. But uh, who who directed this film? Uh, some some guy. Yep, yeah, you know it's a guy because it's the eighties. It was uh, Michael Wadley. Um, he is the legendary Woodstock film guy. He's the guy that filmed Woodstock. Yeah. Everything aside from Wolfen, in fact, is documentaries about uh, Woodstock. That's all he's ever done is Woodstock shit and uh, <laughs> this weird Wolfen. movie about Wolf. I, yeah. I gotta say his understanding of. Uh, uh, both Native American culture and voodoo is very suspect. 
Well, we're going to get into that later because I don't think that's his misunderstanding. I actually think he's uh, kind of actively taking the piss out of the story and stuff. Ah, uh, okay. Um, but we'll get It's it. really hard to see that in the, the movie. I don't think so because there's a lot of really subtle um, anti-establishment jabs about the police and stuff. <laughs> but we'll get into why the story itself is kind of goofy. And it has to do with uh, goofy human beings. <laughs> So apparently the uh, the IMDb facts for Michael Wadley mentioned that he works as a transit bus driver in Akron, Ohio. And I was like, that's what he's doing now? Is he a bus driver? Or he has no, one? that's the future that awaits both of us. I'm not driving no bus. I know, because some robot will do it by the time yeah. we need to get that job. I ain't got time to drive a bus. I want to be a garbage man. You don't want to be a garbage man. I want to be a bin man. <laughs> no, you don't. Bin man working nah. the bins. Yeah, I I do. I love working class jobs. It's all I've ever done. <laughs> production of the film began in October 1979, and the production was halted in February 1980 due to budget concerns as well as the dailies. Why would that happen, you think? Is it possibly because director Michael Wadley was removed from the film after filming final reshoots in November 1980? Could be. Well, it's because You'll have to he, tell me. he was doing a bad job. <laughs> <laughs> is it because he's like mostly directed documentaries yeah so this other dude named john d hancock which uh, sounds like a <laughs> fake name i think it's yeah, a it fake does. name because john hancock yeah yeah had come in into the supervise he had come in to supervise post-production and more importantly the film's dialogue uh, so I don't know who actually that is. John Hancock is obviously a nom de plume. Like when um, directors don't want their name on a film, they yeah. put like, that fake ass name on it. Probably it's not an actual director. It's one of the producers stepped in and did some shit. Who's the producer? I don't know. Um, it was made by a Ryan. Called Rops Rops Hertzman. That's probably his name. It was made by a Ryan Films. Uh, whenever you see that a Ryan Films logo, you know, you know you're in for a good time. <laughs> well. The Maybe. film was uh, reportedly recut several times, and there are four editors credited to the film. So, shit. <laughs> That's always a great sign. That said, though, um, reading about the movie and not having watched it in a long-ass time, uh, it's actually a, a really competently made movie. I know it's just like a police procedural, but uh, I was surprised. Like, oh, this, is actually, this movie's actually pretty well made. It just, like, it just seems like they had to pile it together from bits and like pieces. Like a bunch of different, yeah, cuts and like ideas. Yeah, but a lot of movies are made in the edit, so it's, it's not too crazy. Yeah. All of George Romero's movies. Dusty Hoffman. He's not in the movie, but uh, he really wanted to play Dewey Wilson. <laughs> and he, uh, he lost that one out uh he was refused by the director who wanted specifically to work with Albert Finney, who was his favorite actor. Apparently, mm. it was the only time in his career that Hoffman was rejected for a part. When I say <laughs> eat and shit. he went fucking crazy. Eat shit, Dusty. Yeah, he was out there assaulting multiple women, I'm sure. He was crying on an interview about uh, what it was like to be an ugly woman in real life while filming Tootsie or whatever that fucking bullshit interview is. Fucking hate Dustin Hoffman. He fucking will never watch Hook again. <laughs> you'll watch it and you'll love it nah, I, I, ever, even before all this shit came out about him and I learned more about him and realized like, what a fucking blowhard he is it's like uh, the last time I watched it when I was like 19 or something forever ago I was like man this fucking little bitch is playing hook <laughs> who, would you want to, who would you want to play hook Lee Pace <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking terrifying <laughs> I feel like maybe he did play um, Hook in the uh, job. I think he did in that, like, with the one. No. No, he didn't, right? That was. Man, you're fucking loud ass keyboard. (laughs) It's it's mechanical. I don't think he played played Captain Hook. Who played Hook in um, Joe Wright's Peter Pan? Oh, Jason Isaac. That's kind of like Lee Pace. You know, you, you, tomato, tomato, Lee Pace, Jason Isaac. They're like a handsome, authoritative Englishman, so, you know, whatever. I think Lee Pace is tall as fuck, though, and Jason Isaacs isn't. That's the only difference. Jason Isaacs is in Harry Potter, Lee Pace is in The Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> 
this film was also the first movie to use a thermographic visual photographic look to represent the point of view of a character, in this case, the wolf in. Uh, this and then on, uh, the entire time I watched it, I kept thinking of the Beastie Boys. Check it out. Why? Isn't that that? Oh, that uh, no, the the one that's got the weird filter on it. Oh, that's right. What it's you um, want. What, what you want. want. Oh, yeah, yeah that sounds similar. Whatever. Fuck it. It's not really. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah, so they basically stole this for Predator. Predator. No, 100% made it specifically so it was like thermal view or whatever but yeah this this movie did it first and then every other movie copied it so that's cool that's good that they did that in this movie it's also got albert finney in it and edward james olmos so it's better than the predator yeah no predator is the greatest action movie of the 80s uh, so the film was also delayed because the effects for the wolfen were unusable and they had to hire another effect company to handle them and then there's barely <laughs> really any wolfen effects in the movie. They just have yeah, you know, it's dogs. No, they're actually wolves. 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 Yeah, it takes. So this movie, um, I was surprised like how good it is. I actually like the movie. I think it's competently made, but it's a little bit too long, and it takes way too long before you see a wolf. Yeah, that's my problem with it. It's like it's about fifteen minutes, well, maybe ten minutes too long, and like some scenes are just paced out too too long and weird. I don't mind it because I like the. I like the, some of the more contemplative shots, but I don't yeah. know, some of it is just I don't know. I, my big thing is yeah, you don't see a wolf until like an hour and a half into the movie. Yeah, that's ridiculous. There should be wolves running around everywhere. <laughs> At least, as soon as they figure out that it might be wolves, like four. <laughs> you should see wolves run in the background. There's wolves everywhere. Uh, so this is one of the very few. Also, films. I don't know why they're fucking hiding it. The goddamn title of the movie is called Wolfen. Well, because I mean, they gotta have a mystery. Well, there's got to be something going yeah, on. Yeah, the mystery is what what the crew, what the wolfen is. Is it a werewolf? Is it is it a Native American? Is it some sort of spook? Well, I, I think the mystery is more what the motivation of the wolfen is. Yeah, that's true. So again, why don't they just show us wolves in the beginning? Technically, they do, but you're seeing it from the wolf's eye. <laughs> I mean, pretty early on, um, as an audience, you understand like oh, it's, wolves, yeah. it's fucking wolf monsters that are doing it or something. This is one of the very few films to be released theat- theatrically with the Mega Sound sound system format. Mega I'd never sound. heard of Mega Sound before. I don't remember Mega Sound but it sounds at all. Kind of interesting. Well, it I don't I think it's probably too expensive, so uh, barely any films had it. Like those <laughs> weird ass uh, like surround sound theaters they had in like the seventies too. Yeah. So what it is is theaters equipped for Mega Sound had additional speakers mounted on the left, right, and rear walls of the auditorium, and then selected soundtrack events with lots of low frequency content uh, would be played at high volume from these speakers. So I, I guess the concept is um, it'd make you scared. (laughs) Well, you know, low frequency sounds bother humans. So yeah, you just play low frequency sounds higher and people get a little bit scared. And obviously the reason it didn't work is because it requires the theaters to install additional equipment and theaters aren't going to do that shit for like six movies. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's how it works though. If it ends up being a success, then other theaters will start to do it. So I guess it was a gamble that Warner Brothers lost on as well. Could have been THX. Does the TXX require a lot of extra equipment? I don't really know if enough about the, the, the uh, theater setups anymore. Yeah, the THX required um completely new like surround sound speakers. That's why it was a big deal at first. Now, like every movie theater has surround sound like right. super speakers. Well, I, not every movie theater, but most theaters are major chains now. So those yeah, do. well, the, well, I guess most theaters really, at least uh, out here, have been built in like the last twenty years. It seems like. Well, yeah, because out here. Civilization didn't exist until like 1995. <laughs> as far as I know, there was there was, there was isolated pockets of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of them being actual wolves, the director says there's a, do- a dozen police sharpshooters who were employed and positioned all over the place, as the wolves were considered wild and uncontrolled animals, and they were some some animals were harmed in the making of this movie. They were ordered shoot to kill if a wolf got out of the enclosed area. So that seems pretty shitty. Yeah, <laughs> sucks for the wolves. Inside yeah. of that shit. Well, it's like, Where did we come? We were on a nature reserve before this. What the, what the fuck? Yeah, and they just dropped him in the middle of the city and it's like, all right, if you get out of line, we're killing you. <laughs> what? <laughs> you shits. 
And then, of course, uh, it actually plays into the plot quite a bit, but the urban decay in the South Bronx in the early 1980s was so widespread that it was the ideal production setting. Now look at the South Bronx. It's super gentrified, right? Yeah. Well, is, probably not that, but, you know, way more. I don't know. I guess I shouldn't say that. I haven't looked at the South Bronx real estate in quite some time. But my, my understanding is, yes, yeah, super gentrified. The Bronx, that's where Jesus and Mero and AOC are from, right? Uh, correct. Maybe it's not that bad then, as far as gentrification goes. Nah, it's got to be gentrified to hell. It's fucking New York. Um, so that kind of plays into the plot of the movie where the wolfen are trying to protect their hunting grounds, right? So they're trying to protect their territory. Um, white man's trying to come in, bulldoze buildings, and build some like fucking, I don't know, escape condo luxury sweet thing. Going yeah, on. some white people bullshit, and they're like, fuck that, and they kill him. But <laughs> the wolfen lost. I think it's unfair to call white people bullshit when like China is throwing up uh, condos like crazy. Yeah. It's um capitalism bullshit. Yeah. That's rich asshole. It's rich asshole bullshit. Created by the white man. White man created uh capitalism. <laughs> uh the and this uh your favorite movie of twenty nineteen um features a poster for the film Wolf and that film is uh the Joker. <laughs> uh fuck you. <laughs> Did you catch uh, Carl Winslow and his... Fuck the Joker. Did you catch Carl Winslow's cameo? No, was he a cop? No, he's one of the corpses in the morgue. Oh, uh, <laughs> there was a lot of corpses in the morgue. I wasn't paying uh, too much attention, so... Yeah, I knew to look out for it in advance. Did you catch Tom Waits' cameo? His is a little bit more obvious. Uh, I don't know. I, was, I didn't. Um, so Albert Finney takes his um, love interest to that shitty bar. Uh-huh. In the background, a Tom Waits song is playing. The bartender right. walks by. It's Tom Waits. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's parts I wasn't really paying attention to. Maybe I didn't, wasn't paying attention to that section. Yeah. That also ties into the Joker because. Uh, oh he, God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heath Ledger just copied Tom Waits. <laughs> uh, Roger Ebert, our old friend, he gave this film three and a half out of a possible four stars. Shocking. Hmm. I don't know if it's that good. I would probably give it three out of four. Yeah, three out of four sounds right. But uh, he said it is an uncommonly intelligent treatment of a theme that is usually just exploited. I guess referring referring to werewolves. Uh, but there is some disagreement if Wolfen is about werewolves. Time Out called it a werewolf movie. But Robert Ebert asserted Wolfen is not about werewolves, but is about the possibility that Indians and wolves can exchange souls, which is some spooky, like, ah, uh, yes, the... Uh, mm, esoteric shit, yeah. Yeah. That's like that Stephen King shit, like, uh, oh, yeah, indigenous people are magical and uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> With that in mind, let us, I will now explain to you why the movie is kind of dumb about uh, it was, There's a lot of things that was kind of dumb, but go ahead. <laughs> kind of dumb about voodoo and... Um, <laughs> I mean, like again, like this. I remember like voodoo always coming up in like movies like this. Yeah, <laughs> as I a kid, it was, I people. I didn't realize that it was so. It's like you need some sort of spooky black magic shit. Oh, it's got to be voodoo. It's yeah. black magic. There's black people involved. I thought it was all satanic shit in the '80s, but no. Apparently, people worried about voodoo too. And also, that ring that he said was voodoo. It looked like it was satanic, not. <laughs> yeah, it's one hundred percent satanic. Yeah, it was so it like a funny. goat and some shit? To yeah, it was, a, it was a pentagram and a goat's head. I thought <laughs> it was Baphomet. Yeah, so the reason why it's uh, verging on being incredibly offensive to indigenous people and uh, voodoo practitioners, and basically just anything that's because we had to see Edward James almost as dick. It's uh, because the same reason that Stephen King writes about magical Negroes and um, powerful Native American spirits and shit is uh, because the book that this film is based on was written by a um, paranormal enthusiast white man who uh, subscribes to the, the belief of all the, the magical um, minorities. and Basically, so it seems like it's innocuous, right? That you have reverence for some aspects of indigenous culture, but it's um all the you know the the goofy stereotypical racist shit that you have reverence for. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
So uh, let's talk about Mr. Whitley Strieber. This is his 1978 debut novel. The novel's called The Wolfen, while the movie is just called Wolfen. I feel like there was a lot of people that kind of jumped on the Stephen King bad wagon and just and did like a like a really like a bad version. Yeah, I mean it, it's fun, so I get it. It's just also like you know, as we learn more about this man, you'll get a great you'll have a very obvious picture of what type of guy this. Is. All right, let's go. All right, the novel itself is told from the point of view of the human characters as well as the wolf in themselves, which I think would have made the movie actually more interesting. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. And then we would have gotten more Edward James Olmos, too. So, you know, <laughs> would have been cool. According to fans of the novel, the film adaptation is only intermittently loyal to the novel, which would make That's sense. common of a lot of adaptations, it seems like. I mean, it doesn't even, it, you don't even get the Wolfen's perspective. So, yeah. Plus, like, 14 different people seem like they had a hand in making it. So it's hard to follow a novel when everybody's like, oh, no, we should do this instead. Yeah. So uh, he's best known for the horror novels, The Wolfen and The Hunger, both of which got uh, movie adaptations fairly quickly. They're basically the same situation as Stephen King, where they're like, man, pump this shit out. Get them out there. Mm-hmm. But most famously, he is the writer of Communion, which is a nonfiction account of his alleged experiences with non-human entities. Oh my he, god! He f- you know, you know Communion, right? Yeah, I remember Communion, the UFO book movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, he has maintained a dual career of author of fiction and advocate of paranormal concepts. He's a oh, look at look at you over here. Uh, Why don't you get start your own religion too? Possibly. <clears throat> Through his best-selling nonfiction books, his unknown country website, and his internet podcast, Dreamland. Oh, he's fucking Tiger King. In addition to Wolf and Hunger and Communion, however, he's also responsible for the film The Day After Tomorrow. Him, along with his good friend Art Bell, wrote the book The Coming Global Superstorm. Oh my god. I hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> for a second, I thought you were going to say The Day After, which was the uh, made-for-TV Steve Gutenberg movie we watched. Oh, no, he didn't have a career at that point. It's a good thing. Came a yeah. little bit later. Uh, he's been featured many times on the overnight radio show Coast to Coast AM, both as guest and guest host, which would make sense because he's really good friends with Art Bell. And Communion is, of course, based on the experience of Whitley, who experiences lost time and terrifying flashbacks which hypnosis undertaken by Bud Hopkins later links to an alleged encounter with aliens. So he's a goofy paranormal guy. It all makes sense now, right? Yeah, most of the pieces have fallen yeah. into place. He's a goofy paranormal guy that um, doesn't actually understand uh, any of the native cultures. Uh, he just happened to hear about skinwalkers once and thought it was cool, so he wrote a book about it, and then he acted like he was an authority on the subject. Uh, then he pretended to be abducted by aliens for a book. And uh, now he just hangs out with Art Bell and all those other weird paranormal guys talking on their podcasts and shit, which is fine. I mean, I'm not trying to hate that much. I'm really into uh, paranormal bullshit like that. I don't actually believe any of it. I'm skeptical as hell, but I think it's interesting to read about. And listen to. <laughs> it's fun. Just like horror movies are fun. <clears throat> with that in mind... We must now talk about skinwalkers. The real skinwalkers, not this bullshit Wolfen movie. We're talking about real, real skinwalkers. Oh, they're out there, apparently. I've been told, but well, you know, probably not. We, well, we live in skinwalker um, country. Yeah, it's true. We are in, yeah. in Navajo country, right? That is correct. Skinwalkers are known as witches in Navajo culture, and they used to be humans. They live out here in Navajo country, which is... Uh, Sounds like my wife. Oh, what? Get it? She's she used to be human, but she's a witch. Oh, oh, I huh? get it. Wife yeah, says, thank you. you. That's like boomer humor. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying. I, you know, it's a big tent. That the, the, the VHS call is building here. Yeah. Big culty tent. We're bringing everyone on board. Uh, yeah. So we're out here in um, Arizona. Uh, stolen. We're basically on stolen land, of course. That's you know, the United States. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody is, but yeah. yeah. 
So uh, we're out here on Seoul Navajo land. I believe uh, the closest Navajo reservation to where I'm at is actually only like about five miles away. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, we're in Skinwalker country. It's time for me to teach you some Skinwalker facts so you can be safe out here in Skinwalker country. Uh, fact of the I don't matter, feed though, them after midnight. Don't get them wet. Apparently, though, um, so here's the thing. You're not actually supposed to talk about skinwalkers oh, or God. really think about skinwalkers because that always causes them to target you. Luckily, though, uh, they tend to leave white people alone. So white privilege wins again. <laughs> it's coming through. You know, sometimes I don't feel like I have a lot of uh, privilege, but this is one of those times I do. I mean, I feel like I got tons of privilege. I'd like to say a lot of it has to do with um, my general charisma and being tall and good looking, but I think also it's just because I'm white. Well, Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? No, it's obviously because I'm white. <laughs> Anyways, here's some Skinwalker facts. They, uh, like I said, they're witches. They used to be humans. They want your face. Some traditions suggest they'll steal your very skin. Skinwalkers can transform into any kind of animal, including you, Sean. I'm not an animal. I'm a man. Humans are animals. Nuh-uh. That's not what God said. God doesn't know shit. Navajos <laughs> know what's up. The Diné, that's who I trust. Fucking God. Psh, bullshit. I have never met God. I've met plenty of people who are of Navajo origin. <laughs> I've met plenty of people named Diné. Oh, yeah. I, have, <laughs> I had a friend at work named Diné. But it's not the same though, because it's um her name her name just happened to be Danae, but it's not spelled the same, and I don't think it referenced the fact that she was I don't think she was an Navajo at all. It was just a coincidence. <laughs> I actually think she was like Indian Indian. Um don't look a skinwalker in the eyes. That's how they absorb themselves into your body and then control your every move. That's right. Wait, how do I know if they're a skinwalker or not though? Man, you can tell. They got spooky eyes. Well, I think, but I'm not supposed to look at them in the eyes. Uh, I thought I had facts in here about their eyes. I don't know. Let me run through these facts real quick. I, but then I, no, I got a comment. I got a comment for each fact. Go ahead. I I know more more about skinwalkers than these facts. Um, like I said, uh, I don't believe any of these things necessarily. But I am really into um esoteric paranormal shit. So for some reason, I know a lot about skinwalkers. Mostly because I had a girlfriend who is El Salvadorian who also I think might have had Native American ancestry. And she talked about them a lot. She also, um, those stories used to really spook me. So they were so spooky that I learned a bunch about La Llorona and skinwalkers. Uh, skinwalkers are seen most frequently as wolves, coyotes, foxes, eagles, owls, or crows. That's like 15 different animals. Yeah, you notice those are all um, animals that you can find around here, though. <laughs> I guess. They didn't say rattlesnakes. Oh, yeah, there's never any mention of them turning into reptiles or anything. Mm-hmm. I, probably because wrestling don't have enough skin. Some of them get pretty big. I don't know. Probably like you could probably get enough. Like skin way bigger than, there's like way more skin on like a big rattlesnake than like a crow. No, I drove by the dump out here one time, and there was some huge ass fucking crows flying around. Yeah, probably ravens. Oh yeah, ravens are bigger, huh? I don't know. Whatever, man. Probably get enough rattlesnakes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get into the nitty gritty. Let's get into details. We get enough rattlesnake skin to turn like their dick into a rattlesnake. <laughs> Ooh, that's kind of power I want. Not mm. the snake, just the. I want to turn my dick into the rattle. <laughs> Skinwalkers can run far greater distances than normal people. They're said to be able to run for 200 miles at a time. A lot of skinwalker stories also mention like how fucking fast they are. They're always like. Well, humans are a natural distance, right? Well, they like keeping up with cars and shit. Oh, like Terminators. Yeah. Skinwalkers like to hang out in graveyards, just like me. Some skinwalkers can Just like The Undertaker and AJ Styles. Oh, well, yeah, we forgot to talk about how great... We'll get to WrestleMania Part 1. Oh, man. I don't know if I'm able to watch Part 2, but we'll see. Oh, that sucks. I think Part 2 is actually going to be better. (laughs) What? Yeah, it's got better matches. I don't know if they'll be able to top the Boneyard, but anyway, we'll see. Uh, skinwalkers like to hang out in graveyards like Undertaker and AJ. Uh, some skinwalkers can take the powder from cor- corpses and then use the dust as poison on their victims. So that's a little bit Voodoo. similar to Voodoo, yeah. Uh, skinwalkers aren't allowed to enter a home unless invited. Mm. So be careful about Vampires. In- yeah, be careful about inviting people in. Well, then we should be safe because we're quarantined in our homes. We can talk about skinwalkers and think about skinwalkers all we want. They can't do shit. 
Uh, all these facts I have here aren't necessarily like true facts, even within Skinwalker lore of accepting Skinwalkers. Oh, God damn it. There's always these conflicting lores and these ancient bullshits. Well, that's the thing is the Navajo don't really talk about Skinwalkers. So all this is like second and third hand information that white people have disseminated. Who knows if anything of it's real. One of the ritual acts to become a skinwalker involves killing and then eating someone close to them. By performing this act, the soon-to-be skinwalkers lose any humanity left in them. Uh, killing, the oh, killing someone close to themselves. Yes, and then eating them. Hmm. Yeah, basically, uh, uh, not this specific ritual. But All of them or just part of them? I don't know, probably just part of them. With the heart. Hard what do you do with the rest? The heart's <laughs> tough. That's the heart, the toughest part. Yeah, but you gain, you gain something's power for you. What so about the liver? Uh, it's said that you can kill a skinwalker by calling them by their true name. Or you can use a bullet or a knife covered in special white ash. I'd probably just... White ash? I got a plenty of white ash. Ash. <laughs> um, I don't know the recipe for the ash. That's obviously Navajo secret, but I would prefer to just shoot it or stab it. I'd be like, get out of here, you fucking dick. <laughs> Those are some hot skinwalker facts. Uh, as far as um, identifying a skinwalker, the big thing is their eyes. Um, so You're not supposed to fucking look into. Yeah, but if you just like catch them. Take a them, peek like a corner of the corner of your eye. Yeah, so they, uh, they're, humans' eyes aren't supposed to be uh, reflective right at night. Skinwalkers right. will be. Like cats. Yeah, skinwalkers will be. So there you go. What's your uh, what's your opinion on the mirror trick? That's classic in these types of situations. Does that work? Well, like, you, know, you look through the mirror, but not. Or if you're looking through a camera lens, you're not technically looking into their eyes. You're talking about Harry Potter and the Basilisk. I fucking <laughs> sure as fuck am. I don't know. It seems like it probably work. Like I said, there um the <laughs> the actual like rules for skinwalkers is a little bit fast and loose because it depends on where the information is coming from. Because skinwalkers exist um outside of Navajo culture too, like the uh, Paiute and other like tribes around here also have skinwalkers <clears throat> culturally. So there's a uh, like small differences between them and stuff. And then, like I said, the Navajo don't really it's like, like all those Eastern European about cultures of vampires. Yeah. There's just a bunch of variations of vampires. Some of the thing with skinwalkers. Also, um, you can tell someone's a skinwalker, they're going to smell really bad. Um, and the, it seems like they just generally look gross. You'd be like, ugh, that's a skinwalker right there. Sounds like you're just trying to stir up uh, some sort of tension with the homeless community. I mean, that's what they were trying to do in Wolfen. I mean, Zora, yeah, I guess. They yeah. were eating, though. It was real. I don't think that. The, the, the um, honestly, the internal thoughts of this movie confused me. Well, yeah, so to go back to Whitley Streeter, this fucking weirdo. That's the one thing I'll say for Stephen King. At least he generally seems to side on the class, side of the working man. Yeah, that's true. This guy is fucking weird. He's one of those weird paranormal guys that like just doesn't get it. He's not in touch with like actual reality. Yeah, he's like too far gone. And he's in his own little fucking UFO bubble. Yeah, and you can see it in the movie. Like, if you break down what the movie's actually about and think about it, you're just like, what the fuck? Because it's like, <clears throat> um, obviously, it's supposed to be what this movie, Wolfen, is supposed to be about skinwalkers, right? Yes. Like, he clearly heard about skinwalkers or something at one point and wrote a book about it. For some reason, he sets it in fucking New York, which is, once again, like I'm saying, he's out of touch with actual indigenous culture where he didn't do enough fucking research to realize that skinwalkers are specific not to in certain tribes. Yeah, yeah. Not in fucking New York. So that's fucking weird. And then, yeah, he makes, makes sure to throw in as many, like, cliches about Native Americans as he can. In the movie, they um, Edward James Olmos is throwing him back in Dewey's face quite a bit. So that's, like, heroic of Edward James Olmos. But um, it's still just like a bunch of like stupid, oh, mystical, native, oh, all those dumb cliches, you know? And uh, I think the, <clears throat> the director, Wadley, is kind of like taking the piss about it because um, when the movie first starts to set it up, they're like looking for what they're thinking possibly terrorists, right? Yeah. And then they talk about uh, the guy who was killed, <clears throat> her, his niece. And she's like, yeah, she thinks we're all just fucking dickless, fascist pieces of shit over here, you know? 
and like no one really challenges it they just kind of laugh about it and it's, <laughs> i feel like the movie is like yeah you are you fucking dumb cops <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah where james almost consistently clowning on uh, dewey and him being like a little bitch when he's up on the bridge there's plenty of room to move around up there. I don't understand why he's so fucking scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Albert Finney's great in the movie, though. He does. He's just got that cool, like, dry wit all the time. <laughs> he's constantly taking the piss out of everyone, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. Like, he doesn't want to be here. He doesn't need to be here. He already knows what's going on. <laughs> That's what it seems like. Mm-hmm. And then um, my biggest complaint about the movie, though, is uh, at the end when... Uh, it's cool to see all the wolves and like all the gore and stuff in the last, you know, f- last little bit of the movie, last act. But at that point, it's basically you know what the wolfen's motivation is, right? They're just protecting their hunting ground, their land, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they've already succeeded in that by killing the billionaire who was planning on fucking up their shit. Did they though? Is it he like I couldn't figure it out? Is it like a corporation that's doing it, or is it because it seemed like they had like this weird. Uh, big brother operation set up. Well, yeah, there's that security executive team, but it seemed like not, they didn't seem conspiratorial in the sense that they were going to follow through on his business ideas, more that they just, uh, it was like a network of people that protected rich people. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just like thinking, like, in the real world, is it usually going to be just one rich businessman that has the idea? And even if it is, isn't his business still going to fall through with it because they've already sunk so much money into it? I'm just saying that the Wolfen's plan here probably doesn't work out for him. Within the lore of the movie itself, basically, they're all set. You know what I mean? They killed the guy. It's going to at least cause problems, and maybe they'll have to kill a few other people. No big deal. Um, And then uh, Dewey, basically, no one's going to believe his ass about fucking Native Americans turning into wolves, right? No one's going to believe that shit anyways. And they already have a perfect scapegoat in that other terrorist organization they, you know, pulled out of their ass that wears, like, wolf skins. Right. So, theoretically, the Wolfins should be able to just step back and be like, cool, we're done for now, no problem. No one's going to believe Dewey, he's fucking drunk or whatever. And uh, they've got a scapegoat, so we're all good here. And then they just show up at the end to kill a bunch of people for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Revenge! Makes them less heroic. You know, well, I mean, they were already killing transients. So I don't know how heroic they were. Yeah, but he said uh, the the um, elder guy said they were killing people who were sick. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess, but aren't most like homeless people just sick in general because they don't get care? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I guess there's no real winners in this story. Yeah, that's a, well, the entire time I felt like, man, everybody in this story fucking sucks. <laughs> that's New York for you. <laughs> that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> <laughs> now I know why Homer Simpson hates New York. <laughs> Life in the Big Apple, baby. City that never sleeps. Uh, I also watched uh, <clears throat> fucking uh, Summer of Sam this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. So I know all John about, I know all about New York now. Oh shit! Hey, I just got a little bit on my phone. Uh, the Prime Minister has been admitted to the hospital. Boris Johnson. Bojo. He tend is tested positive for coronavirus like a, like ten days ago. Yeah, he's dead. Yep. Hell yeah. This should have got Jeremy Corbyn. He's impervious to it. That country's a mess, just like ours. Oh, man, what happens if Boris Johnson dies? <laughs> Who's next in line? I don't, I can't remember how it works. I think they have to elect a new prime minister. Or a new party from, leader. Yeah, a new party leader from the, you know. From uh, the Tories. Mm-hmm. I guess they could always call another snap election, but it seems like a bad time to do it. <laughs> Whatever, fuck him. I hope the Wolfens get him. I wonder if that's why the Queen gave that address this morning. Oh, maybe. Man, fuck the Queen. Why isn't she dead? I'm tired of all these fucking British people. <laughs> these old, rich British people. I'm tired of all these old, rich fucking Americans, too. I'm just tired of old, rich people. Yeah. And young, rich people. Fuck you, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Somehow yeah, we just... Good luck with that. The old, rich assholes are probably going to be mostly okay. Well, I think we got to trick them, right? So you know how the anti-vax people were like, oh, we'll just have, like, fucking measles parties and shit? Any corona parties? Yeah, we got to trick them into thinking that's a good idea. Yeah, I hate to tell you this, but the people that were, like, really vehemently anti-vax, most of them were not, like, the rich motherfuckers. 
I know, but I'm saying we do the same thing. We trick the rich people into doing it. I don't know. That's how it works. You know what I mean? I think they're fucking I, dumb. We could trick them. I'm not saying they're they're brilliant, but I just think they're smart enough not to be tricked into like a coronavirus party. Um, but maybe if Gal Gadot asks them to do it, <laughs> yeah, it seems dumb enough to do that shit, don't they? <laughs> well, that'd cost them nothing, <laughs> but respect and pride, and they had very little of that before. Yeah. Oh, well, um, let's talk more about Skinwalkers. I believe I sent you a spooky oh, yeah. Skinwalker story. I have it. It's quite long. Um, do you want me to read this in any sort of voice? No, that might be offensive. So I wasn't going to do like a Native American <laughs> voice. Isn't oh. this guy like just some white dude that's out there? I didn't read the story yet. Nah, I just, just kind of skimmed it. Some kid from the res. All right, here we go. <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna sound like a spirit from GI Joe. Ready? Here we go. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be canceled before we're even famous. <laughs> All right. Here's, uh, I don't know. I don't think you told me who it says who the story is for, but here we. It's. Uh, it's the title's just ah. <laughs> that's just mine. That's my. Oh, that's Kyle's Walkers. interpretation. You look one of those New York Times title editors. <laughs> ah, Skinwalkers. Anybody that has been on the Navajo Reservation has either probably heard of some creepy things or have experienced pretty creepy things, namely skinwalkers. I have only seen one. Here is my story. I come from a small town in northern Arizona that's sandwiched between the Paiute Reservation to the north and the U.S.'s largest Navajo Reservation to the south. My high school being so small, a 1A school that has, on average, 80 students enrolled every year. Always had to travel south about five to ten hours one way to play another high school in any sport. That means we traveled a lot on the Navajo Reservation. And we also usually stayed at hotels when we would head out to play and come home in the morning. But this trip was a little bit different. I remember the basketball coach saying that the school didn't have enough money to put up the team in a hotel that trip. So we're going to be on the road for about 12 hours. Oof, fucking sucks. Yeah, on a bus. Yikes. Yeah. <clears throat> I was the only male senior to play basketball that season. Oh my god, your team. We had to just we just got done playing our game and headed home to our bus, Big Blue. We were headed out, and it wasn't long, about two hours of driving before we had enter the res. By this time everyone was asleep, with it being about two in the morning. When we had crossed the res's border, I noticed the bus driver had sped up and was now going about 85 miles per hour. I thought this was a little weird because he never exceeded the speed limit, at least not in my high school career. For some reason, I couldn't fall asleep like the rest of my teammates, and I just sat in the back of the bus staring out across the desolate desert landscape that was lit up by the full moon. It's getting fucking poetic on here. Mm-hmm. I picked it this one because it's uh, written better than a lot of the other ones. Yeah, I, I can tell just from my experience trying to pick uh, movie reviews. Yeah. As I looked down, I could see a figure running towards the bus at an angle of pursuit and keeping up with the bus at 85 miles per hour. As the figure got closer, I saw that it was a humanoid form. As a matter of fact, it looked exactly like a human, only that the face was painted half black and half white with glowing eyes. Glowing eyes like a rabbit's eyes reflecting light from the spotlight. I immediately thought, holy crap, it's a skinwalker. The skinwalker ran up to the edge of the road and just kept pace with the bus, hurdle, uh, the bus hurdling sagebrush and rock while staring at me. After I made eye contact with that thing, I could not look away. This is not what you're supposed to do. He didn't listen to your tips. Well, so he couldn't look away because he was under the skinwalker's charm. Right, exactly. He didn't listen to your tips. Mm-hmm. Well, he was too late. It got him. It was as if something was holding my head and, and eyes in place. The skinwalker just smiled at me in this inhumane smile that went ear to ear, showing crooked yellow pointed teeth. I felt like I was going to throw up, and I was panicking through the whole ordeal. The skinwalker started to crumple down onto all fours, still keeping up with the bus. I could see his bones crack and reform. Hair started appearing all over the skinwalker's body, and in about three seconds was now a coyote and it ran off back into the desert out of view. As soon as it was gone, I ran to the onboard bathroom and puked up a mixture of food and blood. I didn't want to tell anyone for fear that they would think I was crazy. I confided in my Navajo friend. She told me that I needed to see the chief. 
who also happened to be a friend of mine, and get a blessing. I saw him the next school day in the parking lot. He just came up to me and mumbled something in Navajo while waving a feather scepter-like thing, turned around, got in the truck, and drove away. To this day, I haven't seen another skinwalker. It might be due to the fact that I moved away from the town and the res, and if I do have to go south, I go around, way around. No, he hasn't seen the skinwalkers and again because the chief blessed him. Yeah, that's exactly what it was with his feather scepter. Oh, fool. Whoa. I made a mistake by pointing this online. I hope he doesn't go back. See, there you go. That's it. Skinwalkers are real. Told you. Someone should turn that into a movie, not Wolfen. I feel bad. They did. (laughs) I feel bad because Wolfen is um, a good movie and I actually like it quite a bit. But, like, yeah, just like the Skinwalker stuff is so annoying to me knowing what Skinwalkers are. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's not. I mean, it's so. It's. I don't want to say it's a good movie. It's okay. There's parts I liked about it. I, I guess know. I'm just shocked at how well made it was. Because yeah, I was not expecting to be this good, to be honest. I, especially because all I was reading about it beforehand was like, yeah, they had a lot of problems with getting it made, and I was like, oh, it's gonna be a mess. And I was like, it's no, usually not a good sign. No, this is an immaculately made movie. It's very like by the numbers and stuff. But I was like, wow, they really they made a movie. <laughs> they really they're cobbled them. together yeah but uh and then, i mean albert finney's cool uh, ever james almost is really cool he's all young and fit and he gets his dick out uh i actually really like the scene where he's um running along the beach and stuff naked and get his dick out yeah theoretically about to transform but then he doesn't and he says it's all in your head ah only not <laughs> told you all it's all in your head dewey <laughs> Well, I think what he's saying is, um, or what he's alluding to, perhaps, is that it's not actually a physical transformation that they do. Right. No, I got that. that. The, I that just it. meant like the Wolfen people are not on his head. Oh well, no. I mean, I think he it's he's a uh, it's double speak. So he's yeah, um, yeah. He's not actually telling him that the Wolfen are in his head. He's saying that the way that they become the Wolfen or control the wolves is in their head. Like that, instead of being a physical transformation, it's like some manner of like uh, spiritual, yeah, spiritual mental yeah, control. Or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is, or what it is is there was actually supposed to be a transformation scene there, and they couldn't afford it. Oh man, that would have been great. Yeah, I wanted to see like a real like I like I like a good body horror werewolf transformation. Well, don't you worry, because we'll be watching more werewolf movies. But uh, real quick, I have to tell you my personal Skinwalker story. You ready? Yes. I think I might have told you it before, but the podcast definitely hasn't heard it. To set the scene for the podcast, um, when I smoke, I usually smoke in the garage. But the garage has a little side door that leads out to like the very edge of our backyard where the side gate is. You take the trash out from there, that sort of thing. So usually I stand over there and smoke at nighttime looking at the sky and I'm like, hmm, space. <clears throat> so one night I'm doing it. It's about three in the morning well, after three in the morning, witching hour, of course, the spookiest time of night. And, uh, I hear uh, a cat like meowing. It's short distance away. So it's probably in the street in front of our house. Uh, oddly enough, it sounds exactly like our cat bandit who recently died. And he had a very distinct cry. If you recall where he just sounded like the wimpiest cat of all time. <laughs> like he was having the worst time of his life is what yeah. I, I remember so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah I heard that why did you bring me here <laughs> yeah. I heard that coming from the street while I was smoking and I was like oh that's weird Like, sounds exactly like Bandit how strange but of course cats can sound like cats no problem so I had to sit in there smoking and listen to it and then I hear something step into the rocks in front of our house because you can hear the crunch as like the rocks spread but it's, uh, what stems into the rocks is like way heavier than a cat should be, you know, because you can tell by how like the spread of the rocks, like the sound. It's like, oh, that sounds pretty loud. And I was like, man, what the fuck? And then suddenly I start hearing the crunch really fast and the rocks being kicked up because something's running through the rocks. And I get uh, uh, not startled, but I'm like um, immediately on edge this is all happening in like just seconds right where i'm like oh f- like fighter flight's about to kick in because it sounds like something's running like right towards me and then fucking something slams into the side gate of her house it sounds way bigger than a cat and i go oh 
fuck that and step into the garage and close the side door. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like grab a stick and be like, come on, motherfucker. <laughs> no, because I immediately was like, fuck, Skinwalker. Yeah, I mean, I'm, Coyote is my guess. Oh, yeah, no, what it is is there was a, a cat or something that was walking around. And then also a coyote was out there because they had coyotes run through our neighborhoods sometimes. Yeah, me and the dog have seen uh, coyotes on our walk in the morning a couple times. I showed you pictures, right? Yeah. And then we have a, a field right across from our neighborhood that um, there's train tracks and then like a couple square miles of just like, you know, fields. And there's rabbits and owls and coyotes in there sometimes. And yeah, sometimes I'm sure they come in the neighborhood. We found coyote tracks in our backyard and stuff. So it was probably just coyote hunting something, possibly a cat. But uh, at the time, I was like, oh, fucking skinwalker. But uh, like I said, they don't uh, generally. Or you're right, it was a skinwalker. And they, you, they, they've been hearing that you've been thinking about him and talking about him so much. And they're just going to give you a little little warning. Scaring, a little scared. Yeah. A little whoop, whoop. Well, they shouldn't have little, done it. Little in, they shouldn't have done it in a way that was so easy to dismiss. <laughs> that's the way it is with all this uh you know spooky stuff spooky stuff you know you gotta believe and it could be anything yeah that's sometimes like, sometimes you watch ghost hunters and it just turns out that they got a, a loose pipe <laughs> yeah that's the thing is with all the skinwalker stories is uh all these skinwalkers just seem to be doing pranks that can easily be dismissed as something else what's the deal with that <laughs> <laughs> I was just pulling pranks. Like the story you read, it was, what was that skinwalker doing? He was just pranking the kid. <laughs> he was just running along. That's up, boy. I'll make you sick. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> or, yeah, no one will believe you. <laughs> yeah, or I guess within the realm of uh, skinwalkers being real, he was marking him for later, right? And the only thing that prevented anything further from happening <laughs> oh, was the, the chief stepping like, in. Pissing on him in the... <laughs> Scenting him in the primordial force. Well, that's the thing is generally the skinwalkers do like stalk you for a while before they uh, enact their revenge. I don't know if it's revenge. They just kind of seem like jerks. That's the problem. What are they after? Skin. (laughs) Money. (laughs) The same thing we're all after. Love. (laughs) Skin. Skin Money. Money. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. They're just um, evil witches. So, can't trust them. Ah, it sounds like my wife. Oh, my wife. My wife. Uh, so, the, whatever you do, if you come to Navajo country, skinwalker country, be careful of skinwalkers. Don't look at people in the eyes. That's the, <laughs> that's the takeaway here. Yeah. If you go to Navajo country, don't look at anyone in the eyes. Ever. I mean, you can if you go to the trading post to pick up cheap cigarettes. You can look at the person where you can count. The cheapest in the state, from what I understand. Yeah, they don't have to pay the, all the taxes and shit on them. Well, that's just what their signs is. Oh. I'm, they probably are. <laughs> train, yeah. post, train post rules. Uh, I wanted to also talk about uh, Skinwalker Ranch a little bit, but um, fuck Skinwalker Ranch, man. This is like fucking UFOs and shit. No, nah, why is it called Skinwalker Ranch? Because there's like one Skinwalker <laughs> sighting, but it's mostly weird UFO shit. White people shit. I don't think so. Dummies. Uh, Skinwalker Ranch is in Utah, though, which I think is still Navajo country. So maybe it is Skinwalkers. Who knows? <coughs> I, just hate, I just hate like that all inclusive um, crypto paranormal shit where it's like. And there's alien, a Bigfoot here. Yeah, Bigfoots, aliens, Chupacabra, and Skinwalkers are all interconnected for some reason. <laughs> so that fucking sucks. <laughs> It like completely diminishes the lore of all, each individual thing. You know? <laughs> I, I don't like this interconnected canon you guys are building. No, it's fucking dumb. Oh, it's non canonical. Non canonical. Chupacabras are always sided with uh, unidentified you know, craft and stuff. What are they fucking alien pets or something? No, that's boring. Boring. Chupacabra is a little monster. Way, way boring. It's ghosts. It's better if Chupacabra is just a possible like cryptid, you know? Yeah, um, 100%. I don't want my Bigfoots hanging out with, like, UFOs or skinwalkers and shit. Like, why? Why? That's yeah, like, he, hangs out with a, he hangs out with a suburban family or no one. Loch Ness Monster he can hang out with. <laughs> Not even that. I don't know stretch. how I feel <laughs> Yeah, I don't feel good about that one. Yeah. He can hang out with other Bigfoots. <laughs> Big feasts. He has a dog friend. I don't know. 
Yeah, so we won't talk about Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, final word on Wolfen. I think it's pretty good. Uh, well, I'm surprised that it was a competently made movie. Yeah, three out of four. Yeah, if, uh, honestly, I like bigger scale. So uh, we'll say we'll say six and a half out of ten. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Um, there's definitely better werewolf movies. I do have um, a five star review for the remake of Night of the Living Dead. If you're interested, no made. Oh. By Jan, it starts off the sentence. First sentence is better than the original. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll read that. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so this is from Jan. Classic take on a perfect zombie horror. Better than the original. Worth the rental. Excellent acting and cinematography. Also, the music is of good quality. Well, I don't think the music was of good quality, but whatever. Tom Savini is, does it right and pays homage correctly to Romero's classic and actually builds upon it, making it a classy and classic work of art. Not too gory, not even too intense. That is nice sometimes. The perfect slow-moving zombies, too. Not the ones that need to be brought back. Not the hissing, runny, weird ones nowadays. That's like exactly what you don't want from a Tom Savini movie. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon. So little gore, you couldn't even tell Tom Savini. Uh, there's no gore, no thrills. I loved it. It wasn't very intense. Yeah, okay, great. You know what I liked? I hated about the first Night of Living Dead? It's too intense. Too intense. I was really upset about how uh, uncomfortable it made me. <laughs> it's obviously not better than the original. And then no. it's an okay movie, but it's the things you just mentioned are like not what you want for the whole reason you want to see Tom Savini make a zombie movie you see zombies getting their heads blown up and shit and then uh, the studio wouldn't let him do it there's a failure this person sucks at movies Jan is a piece of shit hope skinwalkers get you because you don't even know some dumb white lady on the internet talking about zombies you don't even know how don't even know Jan yeah Jan it's just another version of John John John, yeah, your name is just another version of John, too. No, it's Sean. That's the Irish version of John. No, no, it's Sean. (laughs) No, it's Irish John. No, I I said it was Sean. 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 Yeah, you know, Seamus is Irish James. Oh, my God. (laughs) Sean is Irish John. I I had a son named Jameson. Jameson. I should have named him Seamuson. (laughs) Seamuson. Jameson. Uh next yeah. week, what do you think we're gonna watch it? We gonna be watching uh, I feel like there's no, almost no way for me to know that. <laughs> Give me there. <laughs> Alright, there was about fifteen thousand movies made in the early nineteen eighties. <laughs> <laughs> Which one do you think it is? <laughs> I'll give you a, a a very, very, very specific hint. It goes a little bit like this. Rock, 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 rock and roll high school. <laughs> watching the Ramones? <laughs> watching rock and roll high school. High school. <laughs> yeah, they're starring the Ramones. Or I guess featuring the Ramones. They're not really starring. Yeah, they're not really in it. They're in it. They, you know, it's not about them. They, they got a few performances, yeah. <laughs> so a really, a really good one in a teenage girl's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that'll be fun. I figure, you know, fucking, it'll be nice to take a break from all this serious stuff like skinwalkers and zombies and Tetsuo. Listen, allergies. The scariest thing about skinwalkers is like the thought crime element of it, right? Can't even <laughs> still stealing my soul. Like, you can't even think about skinwalkers or they'll show up to bother you. No, unless you're white. I don't know if I trust it, man. Well, we're talking about it. I don't understand it right now, so we're gonna find out. Yeah. Well, my thing is, is it also is, is like, it just is it just bothering Native Americans? Or is it like is it are like black people? Uh, what about like, Navajo? Yeah. So like, what if you're from another tribe or, um, or I guess nation is the is that the right way to say these days? Yeah, I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> um, or what, or what if you're like an Asian? That's what I mean. Is I don't think it, I don't think it actually applies anymore because. If they're just like evil witches, if you piss them off, you're gonna piss them off. You know what I mean? Why would they care? They'd be like, "We fucking love to kill a white man." <laughs> don't give a fuck. You just can't piss off evil witches, and we've gone and done it. God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! We're fucked. So be careful at three in the morning, the witching hour. All right. You gotta be. The dog, that's why I have the dog. She's gonna warn me about that shit. Oh, that's what you're thinking, except for she's actually a double agent. Nah. Yep. Not Lily. Lily. Nah. 
Yep, she's, she's just no, transformed into a three-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. <Yeah. laughs> that was pretty spooky, though, huh? You, I, you you'd get me, I'll tell you that. You're like, damn it, another kid. <laughs> it's kind of like, kind of like she already is one. Yeah. She's a really stupid one. Close, but no ketamine-soaked cigarette. We'll watch other Werewolf movies. I think there's even one coming up when we get into the summertime. Summer, summer, summertime. Speaking of, summertime's fucking here. It's like been like 85 all week. Yeah, well, it was 85 yesterday and 84 today, but I think it's supposed to rain next week, too. Fucking it better. I'm not ready. I mean, I guess yeah, if I'm going to be trapped indoors for like the next six months, I'm going to need summer to hold off. I mean, you're trapped indoors during the summer anyways, so I guess it doesn't make that big of a difference in Arizona, but I don't know. I just wish I had a swimming pool or something. I want to get one of those kiddie pools and sit in the, the backyard like Al Bundy. Yeah. I guess it's not going to matter because skinwalkers going to get me. Meanwhile, they didn't bother me because I don't believe in them. And that's apparently how all this shit works. And that's how most paranormal things work. Is you got to believe first and then magically it works. <laughs> nah, skinwalkers won't get me then either because I don't actually believe in it. I just think it's cool. I like when um, your girlfriend like tells you spooky stories in bed and you're like, oh, spooky. Be cool to make an actual Skinwalker movie, but um, I don't think I would do it because uh, that seems um, offensive. Yeah, it seems like it's not my place. I actually even kind of feel bad about talking about Skinwalkers on the podcast, but I'm not trying to be offensive. I actually think Skinwalkers are cool. If you know more information about them and you want to correct me on anything, I'm happy here. I'd love to learn more about Skinwalkers. <laughs> Turns out you can look them in the eyes. They actually hate it when you don't look them in the eyes. I think it's a sign of respect. Oh, like cops? Exactly. You can't just give them a dehumanizing stare, though. Well, like cops. They're not humans. They used to be humans. Oh, like it's cops? A, exactly. <laughs> You're just describing cops, it sounds like. Oh, man, we forgot to introduce the show again. Oh, well. oh I'm Sean. This is Kyle. Good night. VHS <laughs> Cole. Goodbye. We're out of this shit. <laughs> Demo, 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 demo.